Welcome to the Broken Vessels Podcast. Jeremiah 18.4 states, And the vessel he was making of clay was spoiled in the potter's hand, and he reworked it into another vessel, as it seemed good to the potter to do. This is the Broken Vessels Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Simpkins. This is a podcast where we have discussions on theological themes for the broken to bring encouragement and hope in Christ. And I would like to welcome you back to another episode of the Broken Vessels podcast. And today, I'm going to do something a little bit different. It's just going to be a solo episode with just me, (laughs) no guests today. But I just wanted to share a little bit from my heart about how God, in my experience of brokenness, has comforted me. And I want to share this with you because you may be going through a season of brokenness right now in your life. And I want you to be comforted with the same comfort with which I've been comforted, as I've quoted so many times from Second Corinthians. You know, one thing that has often comforted me when I've been in turmoil, when I have been going through a season of brokenness or depression or going through some kind of trial in my life where I just feel like everything is just falling apart. And I've had several of those experiences in my life where that's where I was at. But one thing that has always been a comfort to me is the Psalms. When I've been in the middle of that, man, I just pray the Psalms. I read the Psalms. I take in the Psalms. I read about the goodness of God, even in the midst of the lamentation that I am going through and the brokenness and the feelings of being distraught. And as many of you know, and I've shared this on the podcast before, but the theme music to my podcast is taken from a song that I wrote in the midst of one of the most broken times of my life. I was literally in the midst of it. And even right after I wrote it, things even got worse. It just fell apart. But I listened to this over and over again when I was going through that after I wrote it. I wrote it, I recorded it, and then I just kept listening to it over and over and over and over again. And it's because it's based on the Psalms. The song that I'm speaking of, I called I Commit My Life, and it's based on Psalm 23 and Psalm 31. And I'm going to play the song for you. But before I do, I want to read Psalm 23 and Psalm 31. Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And then Psalm 31 says, In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness deliver me. Incline your ear to me. Rescue me speedily. Be a rock of refuge for me, a strong fortress to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. For your name's sake, 
You lead me and guide me. You take me out of the net they have hidden for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. I hate those who pay regard to worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I will rejoice and be glad in your steadfast love, because you have seen my affliction. You have known the distress of my soul, and you have not delivered me into the hand of the enemy. You have set my feet in a broad place. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am in distress. My eye is wasted from grief, my soul and my body also. For my life is spent with sorrow, and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity, and my bones waste away. Because of all my adversaries, I have become a reproach, especially to my neighbors, and an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street flee from me. I have been forgotten like one who is dead. I have become like a broken vessel, for I hear the whispering of many, terror on every side, as they scheme together against me, as they plot to take my life. But I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hand. Rescue me from the hand of my enemies and from my persecutors. Make your face shine on your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. O Lord, let me not be put to shame, for I call upon you. Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them go silently to Sheol. Let the lying lips be mute, which speak insolently against the righteous in pride and contempt. Oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you and worked for those who take refuge in you in the sight of the children of mankind. In the cover of your presence, you hide them from the plots of men. You store them in your shelter from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has wondrously shown his steadfast love to me when I was in a besieged city. I had said in my alarm, I am cut off from your sight. You heard the voice of my pleas for mercy when I cried to you for help. Love the Lord, all you his saints. The Lord preserves the faithful, but abundantly repays the one who acts in pride. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. These two psalms were specifically a balm to my soul in a time of turmoil in my life. And you'll see as you listen to the lyrics of this song that even though I was walking through the valley of the shadow of death and I was in fear, even though I don't need to fear, I was in fear. I couldn't see ahead. I couldn't see anything through the darkness that was surrounding me at the time. But I knew this, that I could trust God because he's always been there for me. He's always rescued me. Maybe not on my timetable, but he's always been there and he's always been guiding me. And I praise God for his faithfulness and his goodness in my life, in spite of much brokenness that I've gone through. You know, in Psalm 31, it talks about, Lord, please let me not be like a broken vessel. And this podcast is called the Broken Vessels Podcast for a reason. A broken vessel was considered trash in Bible times. It was considered something to be thrown into the dump, into Sheol. Sheol is known as death or, or hell in the Bible, but there was a, a place called Sheol where they would throw their trash to be burned. That's where broken vessels were tossed because they were considered worthless. But the thing that's wonderful about God is that even when we are broken vessels, he doesn't throw us away. He actually sees us as being something that he can repair and that he can renew and recreate. And that's because God doesn't think like we do. God takes the foolish things of this world confounds the wise, and uses those foolish things of this world for his glory. In his steadfast love, he does that. I want to share this song with you. 
And then I'll comment a little bit more after we listen. And I hope this is an encouragement to you.
When I wrote that song, as I said, I had been reading in the Psalms, and it was just by the grace of God. And I'm telling you what, I was in the middle of turmoil at that time. But by the grace of God, he gave me the words to that song from his word. And I'll never forget that night. It was a Saturday evening. I was in my garage. I had my my iPhone. I hit the record button, and I just started playing. And that recording you heard, that is when I recorded it. I had just written the song, and I, I sat down. And it took me like a couple of takes, and I just I just sang my heart to the Lord. And when I sang in that recording you just heard, I was in deep, deep turmoil. I felt like David, you know, David so many times. I just imagine him with his lyre out in the field or in the palace or during one of the times when he was running for his life, writing the Psalms by the power of the Holy Spirit, of course, being inspired by the Holy Spirit to write the words of God, pointing us to Christ. But I just imagine David in the throes of turmoil and grief and pain and brokenness and still writing a song and singing it to the Lord just from his heart. That's how I felt that night when I wrote and recorded that song. I listened to it at times to be reminded of that time in my life and that God was there. He didn't move one inch. He was there then just as much as he's here for me now when things are not in turmoil. (laughs) You know, the truth of the matter is, is God is there with you right now in the midst of whatever turmoil you may be going through in your life, in whatever brokenness you may be facing. We as human beings, we get so caught up in the things of this world and the circumstances around us in this world and the storms that we face. And We're broken, fallen people that need Christ. God reminds us so often through the circumstances that we face in life that we need him, that we have to wait on him, that it's his faithfulness that we trust in and rest in, the faithfulness of his son who lived and died in our place. And when we focus on that and when we rest on that and we look at Christ, we can be comforted even in the midst of sorrow. 
even in the midst of pain, even in the midst of your whole life crumbling before you, the walls coming down and you just feel like you've completely lost control of everything and the whole house is just falling down. And you're like, God, what do I do? Have mercy on me. And he does. He has mercy on us, his children, because he loves us. And you may be saying, well, it's not happening. I'm crying out to God for mercy and it's not getting any better. In fact, it just seems like it's getting worse. Hey, brother, sister, I've been there. I just told you before I played the song. I wrote that song and I cried out, but I trust in you, O God. I trust in you, O Lord. My times are in your hands. I trust you. Your goodness and your love abound. It's in your grace I stand. I sang those lyrics. I sang that word from God in Psalm 31 to the Lord as a prayer. And things didn't get better. (laughs) Things got exponentially worse for several months. But you know, through that journey from the time that I wrote this song and several after that, and going through the journey, which you can hear about my journey in uh, episodes, I believe it's 19, 20, and 21. It might be 20, 21, and 22. I can't remember off the top of my head. But if you go look back in the playlist at the early 20s, (laughs) you'll see my story. I've shared my story on this podcast and the things that I went through. But in those months, in the deep pit, in the dark hole that I was in, I constantly reminded myself from the Psalms of God's goodness and that God was teaching me to wait on him. Waiting on the Lord is not easy. It is hard. And especially for us in this country, we're not used to waiting on anything. I mean, we want our happy meal now, you know, but God doesn't work that way. God works in his time frame, in his timeline, but we can we can trust him and we can wait on him even in the midst of the turmoil and the darkness and the pain. And we can trust the objective truth that he is there and he loves us and he has not left us. He is there. He loves you, his child. He sent a son to die for you. You know, we all are waiting on the Lord for the return of our Lord and Savior. We're all waiting. We are all doing the same thing that the earth is doing And we are dealing with the groanings that are like pains of childbirth that this earth is going through. And we are going through those same things because we are pilgrims. And many times we are weary pilgrims traveling through this life in the kingdom of this world. But we are not part of this kingdom. We are not citizens here. We are citizens in heaven and we are looking for the kingdom that is to come. Right now we have to live in the theology of the cross. That's just the reality. But we can look to the theology of glory, and we can hope in that as we look to Christ, even in the midst of the theology of the cross that we have to live in this life now. I don't know what kind of turmoil you may be going through right now. Your whole family may be falling apart. You may have lost somebody close to you, whether it be a a child or a sibling or a parent or a spouse. You may be going through losing a career that you've been putting all your blood, sweat, and tears in for years, and now you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Or you may have a life-threatening illness, and you don't know how much more time you have on this earth. And from the time that you've known about this to when the Lord takes you home, you may have to go through a lot of physical, mental, and emotional pain as a result of that illness. I don't know what the thing is that you're going through right now, but no matter what the thing is, God is there. And he loves you and he is in control. Our times are in his hands. We can trust in him. We can pray to him, make your face shine on us. Save us in your steadfast love. Let us not be put to shame. We call on you. 
We can say, oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you and worked for those who take refuge in you in the sight of the children of mankind. In the cover of your presence, you will hide them from the plots of men. You store them in your shelter from the strife of tongues. God is there. And so I'm going to leave you with verse 24 of chapter 31 of the Psalms. And I want you to take this verse and I want you to remind yourself of this as you're going through whatever it is that you're going through. It says, be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. Brothers and sisters in Christ, wait for the Lord. Look to Christ. Rest in him. He loves you. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Broken Vessels podcast, and we'll see you next week. (laughs) 